0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hi, I Think You're Nice, the podcast where I speak to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. My name is Sarah Hanchar, and I am your host. Today, I have the joy of speaking with Melissa Dowell, and we talk all about chefs tasting menus. What is that? Well, you're going to find out. But real quick, it's a menu that's put together by a chef, and it's fancy and delicious and amazing and has unexpected surprises all throughout. So I'm excited for you to hear this episode with my friend Melissa as we chat all about food. It made me hungry. I wonder if it'll make you hungry too. We'll see. Hey, things are kind of crazy as we all know, so let's keep some joy going. I want to hear what's going on in your life. What's positive? How are you coping? What's going on? What is a light for you that keeps you happy and inspired and um, keep it on trucking through this tough time? If you want to give me a shout out, head on over to Ithinkyournice.com and just write me a little something something because I want to check in with you I want to know how you're doing I want to hear from you so if you go to Ithinkyournice.com there's a contact section there you can click on that and write to me that way or you can email me directly at Sarah S-A-R-A-H at com and you can find me there so give me a shout I want to hear what's going on how are you I know we are all in this together and I hope with my whole heart that you are doing well and you are keeping it together because goodness knows it's not easy and I am here with you. We are all in this together. You can also find me on Instagram, I think you're nice. Facebook, I think you're nice. Occasionally Twitter, I think you're nice. And I'm on TikTok, I think you're nice. Oh my gosh. If you haven't gone to TikTok yet, do not be afraid. Is it confusing? Yes. Do I understand how to use it? Not particularly. But do you know what I'm finding? Really random videos of beautiful people doing beautiful things that are silly and fun, and it's an absolute joy. So you know what? TikTok. Go have fun. I recommend it. I think that's all I have to share for today. Other than the usual, please like, subscribe, share, rate, review, all that good stuff that goes along with podcasting. And you can also head on over to patreon.com slash I think you're nice, or just go to patreon.com and look for me there under Sarah Hanshaw or I think you're nice. And you can see what kind of fun perks you get if you become an official patron of mine. Yes, that's something you can do if you want to. I totally get it. Things are cray cray right now. Oof, I just said cray cray you know what? I'm standing by it. I stand by it. I stand by you. I hope you're well. I hope you're taking care of yourself. And lots of love to you and yours. And enjoy, because let's have a feast. Melissa and I are going to chat about food. It's going to be a great time. I hope you enjoy it. All right, folks, take care. Bye. Hi, I think you're nice. Why? Hi. Hi i think you're nice let's have a seat and let's have a nice time i think you're nice so let's chat so let's chat so let's chat i think you're nice so let's chat Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hi, I Think You're Nice, the podcast where I speak to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. Today, my guest is Melissa Dowell, and we are talking about chef's menus. I couldn't think of the word menus. I am your host, (laughs) Sarah Hanchar, and we are going to jump right in. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Hi, Sarah. I'm well. How are you? I am doing so great. We are speaking over the power of the internet. Thank goodness for this lovely internet. And I am excited to talk to you about food. Let's talk about food. My favorite subject. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So Melissa and I know each other from the improv world. Uh, Listeners, of this podcast will not be surprised at all by that, because almost all of my guests come from the world of improv, which is lovely because improvisers are fun to talk to. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing we love, it's to talk. Gosh, do we love to talk. <laughs> we were in rehearsal for a back line, which is an improvised uh, chorus line. If you are familiar with the show, a chorus line, we are the back line where we improvise an entire musical all about waiting in line for something and we sing and we dance and we have a marvelous time. We were in rehearsal and I was talking about the podcast and you said, hey, you know what? I could talk about chef's menus. And I thought, whoa, that's fancy and interesting. So let's do it. So let's do it. Have you always been a food enthusiast?
1: Oh my goodness. That is a great question. I've actually had a really complicated relationship with food, at least growing up. Cause I, I grew up during the, the late nineties, early two thousands when, um, like diet, not that I'm, there are diet fads currently. I'm sure of it. I don't pay attention to them now always and forever but especially at that time i was very inundated with the whole like south beach diet i felt like every commercial i saw was like south beach diet slim fast special k like eat this lose weight get skinny be happy kind of um narrative so i spent yeah. a lot of my time like eating a lot of really bad fake food that was supposed to be good for me and make me healthier. Um, so I really, and I grew up in a small, I should also say, I grew up in a small town in Georgia. So I think um, until I kind of like left for college, my my like fine dining experience was a Benihana's in Atlanta. Like okay. a Hibachi Benihana's grill situation. Yeah. Yeah, Benihana's is delicious and fun. It's a show and a meal. Like it's great. Um And those people are never so really...
0: skilled with their knives and stuff. It's it's oh, a hell of a thing. Totally on board with I it. Would, yes, I'm I, would I would sorry I be interrupt it.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. I would be so injured if I attempted any sort of <laughs> Benny situation. I grew up on like fast food or fake diet food, so I didn't really have a great relationship with food. I didn't have a great like Relationship with my body. My relationship to food has changed a lot. And, um, after college, I moved to Chicago, which I still maintain is the greatest food city in America. Um, I love Seattle. I think Seattle has incredible produce and ingredients, but the amount of good food that can be found in Chicago is just unmatched. It's amazing. I love Chicago food because you can get incredible cuisine in any genre of food at any price point. So you can have like incredible, like really cheap dollar tacos. You can have really incredible, like mid range Mexican food, or you can go have like a fine dining, like Mexican meal that is just will knock your socks off and and so there's just like, it's just incredible. So um, shout out to Chicago food. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where I started um, experiencing new types of food. Like uh, Chicago was the first place I ever had Thai food. It was the first Ooh. place I ever had Indian cuisine. It's, um, it's Devon than, Street.
0: Yes. Devon Street. That place. Oh Uma's my God. You can't kitchen. go wrong with any of those places.
1: Mm-hmm. Hema's Kitchen is still, to the state, the best Indian food I've ever had.
0: I had completely really forgotten because uh, <laughs> I love Seattle and I think that we have very fine foods here. But I have yet to find a place, an Indian restaurant that is as good as my hometown Indian restaurant, which you wouldn't think being in central Pennsylvania in a little town. Um, I'm from Belfont, but this restaurant, India Pavilion, is in State College where Penn State is. And that was my introduction to Indian food. And it was the best kind of introduction because everything on the menu is delicious. And when I went, Mm. I moved to Santa Fe, New Mexico, my mind was blown with New Mexican cuisine. And then Chicago, um, and then Chicago, I, I had completely forgotten that that was probably, I must say, just because I'm not sure if it's my heartstrings that are forever with the india pavilion or what but it is the second best place i've ever had indian food it was my mission when
1: i lived in chicago to be able to give you the best recommendation of any restaurant um specifically bar I, i was really good at barbecue recommendations and i feel like i hit almost every barbecue spot in chicago and could tell you like if you want brisket, you go here. If you want barbecue chicken, then you go to this place. If you want mac and cheese with your brisket, then I highly recommend this place. That was my goal. Man,
0: I wish we had <laughs> known each other in Chicago because I must yeah. admit I, I just ate regular old food that was around my neighborhood. There were every neighborhood had really great eats. So I didn't really True. expand out too much. What was I thinking just working on comedy and stuff? I should have also been eating. They did have a White Castle, which was very exciting. I had never lived and still to this day have only lived in one place that has had a White Castle. Uh, friends and family listening are like, oh, my God, I thought you liked food. Why are you talking about White Castle? <laughs> <laughs> But I think own. it's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing about your journey with with food, because I think that's a lot of folks, you know, we're supposed to, uh quote unquote, supposed to want this healthy food and what's being advertised to us absolutely is not healthy food or or real food. And I spoke with Cynthia Lair who was on my show uh, at the very beginning of the season talking about her book and sourdough bread. And at one point I asked mm-hmm. her, like, Hey, you know what? I'm trying to make healthier choices and better choices. So what do you recommend? And she just said, eat real food, eat food. That is yeah. real. The closer, the closer it is to how it was in nature, the better, the more processed it is. You know, unfortunately that isn't necessarily good for you. So the, there are no quick trips and tips and tricks other than just eat the food as, uh, as whole as you can. If you can't eat real food.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, if you're, eat real food to. and yeah, eat real food and enjoy the food that you do eat. When we get to these chefs tasting menus, I l- kind of learned how to taste. So yeah, like actually enjoying the, the process of eating without shame and, um, And indulging and feeling the, the joy of
0: food as opposed to the guilt. Absolutely. Yeah. You can have, you can have it all as Liz Lemon would say, (laughs) just in moderation, typically. (laughs) Yeah. And then you appreciate it more, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Let's jump into the topic at hand, chef menu. What? is a chef's yes. menu for those who maybe chef's haven't had the experience. Tasting menu.
1: Yes. A chef's tasting menu is a prefix meal, dinner experience where uh, you pay a fee for the entire evening and the chef brings you the courses as they wish to make it, as they've Designed or created or curated this meal. there some, sometimes a prefix meal may give you a, co- like three options of a first course, second course, third course. But typically a chef's tasting menu, the entire meal is pre-selected for you. Um, and then you can also add on an optional wine pairing, which is usually at restaurants that have a sommelier, they would put, um, pick a wine that would go with each of the courses, like a, a smaller pour. Of of wine.
0: That all sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So how did you get into chef's tasting menus? Was there a restaurant in particular that kicked it off for you? There was. Yeah,
1: actually, it was um, my first wedding anniversary. Uh, My husband and I, my husband, Jordan... Uh, we've been married. Our, we're about to come up on our sixth. I'm not sure when this podcast will come out, but we're coming up on six years married. Congratulations. Um, and thank you. We like each other. It's, it's super fun. Um, Yay. we decided <laughs> we love celebrating. We were like real dorks. We really loved celebrating anniversaries and we would celebrate them. Like when we first started dating, we'd do like every month, we'd do something. Like to note that Aww. it was our monthly anniversary. It was very sweet. Um, but then on the like yearly anniversaries, we'd kind of go, we'd, we'd do something a little bigger. So on our one year wedding anniversary, we decided to go, we were living in Chicago at the time and we went to New Orleans for our anniversary. And so we're like, we have to find an incredible restaurant to go to. So I was looking at all the recommendations and reading blogs and Yelp and, TripAdvisor and all of the the sites that give you the the recommendations and uh one of the ones that kept coming up was like this great restaurant called Coquette. It is in the mm-hmm. Garden District of New Orleans. Um blanking on the name of the street, but it's on the main thoroughfare of the Garden District and um I saw that they had a chef's ta- I was looking at the menu and I saw that they had a chef's tasting menu. And I was like, this is where we have to go. This would be so fun. <laughs> we just show up. They take care of us. It's like, it's, it's beautiful. Um, so we did this, we did this chef's tasting menu. And I, to date, like one of the best meals of my entire life. It was really what kicked it off. I tried, I tried foods that I wouldn't normally order because I thought that I didn't like them. So it wasn't until this meal at Coquette that I first had chanterelle mushrooms. And I was very like, I do not like mushrooms. I do not want to eat mushrooms. Mushrooms are disgusting. Um And I, <laughs> when they bring, you- <laughs> when, when you're having a chef's tasting menu, like you don't really want to not eat one of the dishes. They're not that big. And you feel like, you know, they're going to notice if you don't eat it. So you have to try it. You want to try it. You're also paying like good money for this meal. You need to try it. And there was a dish that, in, that had chanterelle mushrooms. And I was like, Oh, these are amazing. And like my whole palate ah. kind of morphed as I experienced these new flavor combinations for the first time. Um, so that was really fun, and I have a very funny story from this um meal so New orleans our our wedding anniversary is may thirty first so we're in New Orleans in may late May early June, which if you've ever been, I grew up in Georgia, so I'm used to heat and humidity um but I had been living in Chicago, which also gets pretty hot and humid, but it was you couldn't like in yeah. New Orleans in June, you step outside the door and you are immediately drenched like you are sweating Um, profusely
0: immediately in Orlando oh I get it yeah yeah swamp brutal swamp land (laughs) land. jinx
1: (laughs) (laughs) so um we go to this restaurant And they start us off. They give us a complimentary glass of champagne because it's our anniversary, which was very sweet. And we did the optional wine pairing for this meal. So we have a glass of champagne. Then the meal and the wine pairings start. And they bring, I think it was a five course. I think it was a five. There were definitely five wine pours throughout this meal. Oh, my. Whether or not it was like one wine for two dishes, I can't remember. But we ended up drinking a lot of wine over the course of this meal. And these meals usually last like <laughs> an hour and a half, two hours of dining, which is another thing that I love about those meals, which I'll get to. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I, so I'm, I don't even realize how tipsy I am at this point. And it's the end of the meal, like we finished, we're kind of just enjoying the last few bites and last few drink sips. And I go to pick up my water glass to take a drink of water. And because it's so hot and humid, the glass is just covered in condensation. And I'm just tipsy enough, I, I don't register what happens, but I pick up the glass because of the condensation, it immediately slips out of my hand, lands on the table, and explodes everywhere. I'm talking, I was picking glass out of my husband's hair off of oh his forehead. God. Like, if his eyes, it, like, inches from his eyes, glass shards could have gone. Like, it was crazy. Oh my God. Crazy. <laughs> And this is a <laughs> nice happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Here's some glass You're in your face mouth. my love. It was and I just I I just sat there and I was like it just exploded. like it it felt like the glass just exploded upon touching it. Is how fast it happened <laughs> or how lagging my brain reflexes were because of the wine. So um <laughs> It was very funny.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad so you be all careful. were okay. And I'm assuming, was the meal over? So you didn't have, to, so it didn't it ruin was. your remaining food? Okay, thank goodness.
1: Right, right, right. It was the very end. We were like waiting on our check. But then they had to come and like sweep the table off because there was glass
0: everywhere. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, what a oh beautiful gosh. introduction to the world of chef. Tasting menus. I mean, right. it was beautiful and romantic, <laughs> and it and it ended with an explosion. So it ends feel- <laughs> with an explosion. <laughs> I feel like was you nailed it. Right my dairy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I oh, I man. love how our palates change over time. I remember uh, my dad yeah. uh, when I was a kid would. Always offer me shrimp. Dad, I hate shrimp. I hate it. I hate it. Don't make me eat shrimp. Mm-hmm. Stop asking me if I like shrimp. I'm never going to like shrimp. And this is years, you know, from when I can remember anything until college. And then by the time I was 25, one day I liked shrimp. I couldn't. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? But that's new. And I was very similar with mushrooms as well. I hated mushrooms. They were gross. I'd pick them mm-hmm. out of things. And then one day I had them on a pizza and I thought, what? What have I been? What have I been doing? I've been missing
1: out. Oh, yeah. For me right now, oh. it's been fermented foods. Like I had, I'm now, I was never pick. I was always picking pickles off of things. No pickles on my burgers. Get it out of my sandwich. I do not want this sure. pickle spear. Um, and now I'm like kimchi and pickled red onions on tacos. I want all of the vinegary, uh, acidic, oh. fermented foods. Yeah.
0: Yes. All of that sounds amazing. Uh, I love, I love stuff that's fermented. Give me a good sauerkraut, pickle, kimchi, what Mm -hmm. have you. I am into it. Into it. Absolutely. So kudos for you for trying out a new, uh, you know, new restaurant or not, not only just a new restaurant, but going with a new experience that pushed you out of your comfort zone for delicious reasons. And then you won. You won by. (laughs) enjoying your food (laughs) why do you enjoy a a chef's tasting menu
1: i think the number one reason oh my first gut instinct is that it takes the decision making out of the meal i do not Uh have to choose something on the menu i'm not going to choose the wrong thing because you're going to bring me all the right things um and i just get to like let you Give me an experience, which is what it, I mean, like truly, and sh- these chefs that offer these menus are truly, they are artists. Um, not only in their presentation, but their flavor combos. I would, I mean, I would just default to ordering what I know that I like. And this takes the guesswork out of it and it invites new, new options, new possibilities, new food combinations. Um, that, I mean, that that's what I love. I just love the experience of a slow dinner where you have to take your time and taste everything and you don't have to make a decision and you just get to talk and cry as I have many dishes. I have cried (laughs) upon eating them because it is so good. Yeah. Those are the like really special moments.
0: I'll say any Food that brings you to tears is definitely one to uh <laughs> is one to put down in the books that's amazing that's right, yeah, yeah. and t- to your point about a chef is an artist whenever you put your trust in those who know what they're doing, there is nothing better than that. I am not a chef, I am a <laughs> adequate at home cook having a, a an artist do something for you and know that they're going to make the right choices of like what goes with what and not having that choice paralysis because in a fancy restaurant also you can feel like, oh my God, everything looks so good. Everything looks amazing or everything looks a little kind of weird. What am I going to like? If you can take the guesswork out of it and just like, you know what, Captain? I'm on your ship and I trust you. Yep. And tell me what you think I should be doing because I'm here for a good time and some yummy food. Love it. I love that it takes time, uh, the time in between courses and just time to take, enjoy your food in general, I think is really important. And I'm guilty of, you know, eating over the sink like anybody else, whenever it's like, I'm just home from work, I'm tired, I'm hungry. Just let me eat an apple and a string cheese and we'll call it a day. Mm -hmm. But these moments where they are on the decadent side of things, like really Enjoy not only the food, but the time and the environment. And that's something that's really special and is especially afforded in, uh, those, these tasting menus because they are, they're spaced out. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what are you looking for in a tasting menu? Will you do it wherever there is one? No matter what, or are you looking for a special Ooh. components? Um, that's a great question. I, I definitely
1: don't, I can't afford to do it just at, at any time I see one. Um, so these really mark special occasions, usually birthdays and anniversaries. We try to do, if we can do it, we do a chef's tasting menu. Um, I've definitely just kind of done a Google search of restaurants that do offer them and kind of take a look at the vibe of the restaurant. So, um, typically, uh, I look for farm to table, um, Mm -hmm. restaurants or ones that are like really committed to their local ingredients. Um, those tend to be written my favorites. Yeah. Um, because they're, they're inspired by what's around them. So I, that's where I've really enjoyed them. Um, also a lot of, uh, most of the ones that I've done recently have all been in the Pacific Northwest. So that's not very hard. Um, and they've been incredible. I'm really lucky. This is something that's really important and valuable to my husband as well. So this is just kind of a thing that we've built into our lives. So maybe we don't spend money on like big elaborate gifts for our birthdays and anniversaries, but we let a sh- like a really nice meal be the thing that we use to mark the occasion.
0: That's beautiful. I love traveling and I love new experiences and I love food. So uh, my husband and I are similar in that I'm the I'm the food person in the family. Uh, he's a man of simple taste. So whenever we look for a restaurant that is going to work for both of us, uh, it has to have meat and potatoes for him. And I mean, I like meat and potatoes, uh-huh. too, but I also like a, the occasional Oscar styled filet or what have you. And so mm-hmm. that's something that we also look forward to doing instead of, you know, we have enough stuff. We don't need any more stuff. We just like time together and food together is time well spent, I say. So that's a really beautiful thing that you meant that and do. I love it. Yeah, let's talk about the next menu.
1: The next so I started saving my my menus, which I shared um as you can see, I shared the the images with you. But um I started saving I don't have the menu from Coquette. I wish I did. I remember from that meal, the chanterelle mushrooms, obviously, and I remember uh, um, a squash blossom beignet. It was a squash blossom uh, dipped uh, in beignet uh, batter and fried like a like a beignet donut, and then you it had like this citrusy creme fraiche sauce that you dipped it in, and it was just. It was like the perfect ending to this meal before the exploding glass, of course. <laughs> um, but ever yes. since my 30th birthday, I've started saving the menus. So for my 30th birthday, Jordan uh, did this really beautiful grand gesture of flying three of my best friends to Seattle to celebrate my birthday with Aww. me. These are our friends that what? at the time were living in Chicago and Georgia. Yeah, my mom contributed too. They all, they all came out for my 30th and he took That's us amazing. to the, it was so sweet. It was so good. Um, he took us to the inn at Langley in Langley, Washington on Whidbey Island, which is this beautiful little inn by the water and they have this beautiful dining experience. It's, they only offer chefs tasting menu and it's a single seating event. So everybody shows up to dinner at the same time. We're all seated. And then the meal begins and everyone in their dining room restaurant has, we're we're in the same room with the kitchen and we all, we get to watch the chef prepare and then they come out to our tables. So it was, uh it was really magical. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That does sound um, really magical. So it's a whole big group event where you're all it enjoying is. the same together. What a cool thing.
1: Yeah. It was so beautiful. We all got dressed up and it was October on Whidbey Island. It was the, I mean, we, it was the most perfect day. It was like the perfect temperature. It was completely sunny. We saw orcas on the <gasps> ferry to Whidbey Island. Ah! we saw orcas just like right there it was amazing i've never seen orcas just like i mean i've seen them when we've done whale watching tours but i've never just casually spotted one um so they were right there so i we called them birthday orcas um and then all the leaves had started changing so all the leaves were like yellow and the if you've never been to langley washington it is the white picket fence. They have a bunny infestation. So there's just bunnies everywhere. It is like this cutest little town.
0: You are describing what possibly could be heaven. So I'm going to have to go check this place out. You got to go to Langley.
1: (laughs) And then there's this beautiful little inn on the water and they have this incredible restaurant. Um. So... We all got our menus, my, and our names were on my name's on my menu and it says happy birthday, which was really special. Um yeah. we did the we did the wine pairing, which was really exciting. Um Of course. It says that the, so that the menu begins a series of cocktails and snacks to start. Now, these were single when it says cocktails, these were like single bite cocktails. A moose bush, if you will. A moose bush. They were a moose bush. Um, there was a gin and tonic bubble that you <gasps> ate, and it popped in your what? mouth, and it was gin and tonic. Yeah. <laughs> there was a. I remember there was a white Russian truffle. So it looked like a little chocolate, and then you ate it, and it was a white Russian
0: cocktail. Oh bite. man. Yeah, there was
1: this really yummy like ravioli square that was made with rice um, dough, so it was completely see-through, the the ravioli. It looked like a ravioli square, Ooh. but it was clear, and you could see all the filling, which was really beautiful. That was probably the best bite, that's, that little ravioli bite.
0: That's another thing that's worth mentioning is that everything is so beautiful. The way they present so it is beautiful. also, it's like you're eating art. You are in a variety yeah. of ways. Not only does it taste 100%. Like delicious and it was put together by an artist, but it also was presented in a gorgeous way.
1: The avocado confit, which you were talking about art, it was a, a half of an avocado that was sitting in this, uh, it had Dungeness crab, but it was dusted in charcoal. And it looked like the skin of the avocado was still on because of the charcoal it was like oh. made to look like you were just taking a bite out of a raw avocado with the skin still on but it wasn't it was it was beautiful uh-huh. it was like in this bowl with all the dungeness yeah. crab and it was it was lovely but the the part of this meal that made me cry i should say i think i've cried in all 3 of these meals that i shared your the um the menu's <laughs> with but when uh-huh. we got to the salmon the salmon black butter black butter Sheep's milk, cheese, and lettuce. So they bring out our dish. Uh And it's this beautiful salmon filet with the cheese and the lettuce and all the things. The waitress picks up the candle that's been sitting in front of me. The, The table is like decorated beautifully with like flowers and candles. And it's just stunning. She picks up the little tea light candle. She blows it out and she pours it over my salmon. Because it was a butter oh. candle. <gasps> what? It was a butter candle. And I just started
0: crying. And I was like, hey, it was a butter <laughs> candle. <laughs> <laughs> that is ingenious. And were you were you, and everyone like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? I <laughs> because was, like, I certainly I was would be shocked. <laughs> Yes. I was in
1: shock. Like, what's happening right now? And then I I started (laughs) crying.
0: It was unbelievable. (laughs) Oh, outstanding.
1: Butter candle, man. It's so good. Butter
0: candle. I have never even heard of such a thing. I've heard of beeswax candles. I've heard of other types of candles, but not something that you could just straight up pour on food and then eat. So my second, my second
1: menu, my second menu is from. Uh Oh, it doesn't have the name of the restaurant. Oh, Orchard Kitchen. So Orchard Kitchen is also on Whidbey Island. Whidbey Island and Orcas Island are two of like incredible places to get really good meals. Lots of good food on the on the islands off the coast of Washington, ladies and gentlemen. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Orchard Kitchen, this, this one, I, I think to date has been my favorite, um, full meal beginning to end. This one was on a farm. It was in the barn of this farm. It was also a single seating. Um, everybody in the room together in the kitchen. Um, we were encouraged to talk to the people at our table. This was for our wedding anniversary. So it was just me and Jordan. Um, and okay. we uh, were seated at this table with these lovely, lovely people that we had been. Th- so we went on locals night. So a lot of the people that were at this meal lived on Whidbey Island. They come frequently to this farm to dine. Um, and it was really, it was really special. So the amuse-bouche of Orchard Kitchen was scrambled egg with pine needles. So um what they did, I don't, I still don't know how they did this. They were able to cut the top of the egg off. So it was about like, The eggshell was probably two-thirds of an egg of shell, if that makes sense. And they cut the one-third off top. They took the egg out, scrambled the egg with delicious salt, and then put the scrambled eggs back into the eggshell, the two-thirds eggshell, and then sprinkled the top with, like, pine needle tips or spruce. It might have been spruce tips. And that's what they okay. presented as the amuse bouche: sparkling wine paired with scrambled egg is like
0: really delicious. Oh, well, that makes me feel more fancy when I day drink with my <laughs> breakfast. There you go, <laughs> scrambled egg. It's a chef. With spark- Maybe
1: that's why mimosas are such like a brunch cocktail. It.
0: Yeah, could be. There's some. They're onto <laughs> something there, one way or the other. That's amazing. Oh yeah, I'm looking so at the menu and it looks so good. It was so
1: good. It was so good. And this was served fa- uh, uh the flank steak was served family style so we all kind of passed it around which is really lovely. Um, nice. the crazy thing that happened at this meal. Uh so we're we're on a farm in a barn. It's 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 a barn that's been retrofitted with a, you know, world-class kitchen and um with long tables and it was decorated. It was so beautiful, but we're still on like a working farm and they had the doors open. Okay. This is late May. Yeah. They have the like big barn doors open. So you can kind of see it's like dusky and they have a barn cat. That's kind of like milling around. Sometimes the cattle kind of come inside to the dining area and then it'll go out. But at one point in the middle of the meal, this farm cat comes out of like some tall grasses with a mouse in its mouth. Like straight up carrying a mouse. <laughs> like a dead, a dead field mouse. Like we're all s- cutting our flank steak ready to eat. And this
0: dead mouse <laughs> is dragged in. <laughs> well, you were enjoying your meal. So the mouse, er- no, the mouse wasn't enjoying anything. So the cat was no, no, like no, no. shall no. I join you? I brought my
1: own meal. That's right. <laughs> the cat was like, my turn. I w- it was actually my husband was like, look away, look away. And I was like, no, like this is nature playing out exactly as it should. <laughs> like this is the circle of life right here. And we're we're experiencing it, and the the cat's experiencing it, the mouse is experiencing it. It was amazing.
0: you're in a barn on a farm. What did you expect? You know, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. I like that you have a a funny story to go with, to go with your meal experience, which is again, part of the experience itself.
1: That's part of the experience. Yeah. It's part of the slowing down and like spending time with your food, with your companions, with, uh, this curated experience, with the art. I think those things happen. We just, maybe we would miss them otherwise.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, I rarely see a cat eat a mouse any, any t- these days. Cause I used to live in rural Pennsylvania. <laughs> so that happened all the time, but these days, not so much. So, and of course the meal itself looked beautiful and, and sharing in a farm style, uh, sounds incredible. And it provided a lot of entertainment one way or the other. Perfect. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's
1: right. So the yeah. last one, my, my most recent experience, this was for my birthday. This would have been two years ago. We went to the art of the table in Seattle for my birthday. So this is another, this is also, so these, all three of these restaurants only do Chef's tasting menus. So I guess that's, there are restaurants yeah, wow. that kind of offer that. But yeah, these three all like, this is what they do, um, is the chef's tasting menu. Okay. So art of the table in Seattle. It's incredible. Um, we sat at the bar this time. So this place has like this big semicircle bar that overlooks the kitchen where all the chefs are, are creating the dishes and then, Um, they have some other tables service too, but it was really fun. It's really fun to watch the chefs like prep and make the food and you can talk to them and, and similar to like sitting at the bar and talking to the bartender who's crafting your cocktail. Um, but art of the table is beautiful. It's in the Wallingford neighborhood, um, on Stoneway Ave, but, um, this I think this meal was the most beautiful, like the presentation was the most beautiful of any of the ones that I had done like the there's a goat milk ricotta and squash blossom pesto tart that was looked like a painting almost oh. like it was so beautifully present presented um this one and it it's not on the menu delicious. the thing that I cried, oh man, it was delicious, so the thing that I cried at, which is really funny. They had a um, the uh, an a mousse bouche of uh like challah roll with a tomato soup, which sounds so basic, but it was so perfect that 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 was what made me cry. It was just like bread and butter, (laughs) (laughs) bread and butter soup. No, and I'm crying. Done
0: well, and it's done perfectly. It is worth weeping about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also
1: like I'm uh, so I'm technically not I'm sensitive to gluten and dairy. So it's at these chefs menus that I actually allow myself to have those things. Um And okay. so it's also a little bit of like, oh, bread, I missed you.
0: <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a beautiful example of like it's a it's a. Nice event for you and your. Was it for your birthday this one, or was it for an anniversary? That one was for my birthday.
1: Yeah, art of the table was for my birthday.
0: You know, as Rep Parks and Rec would say, treat yourself. You're that's right. You don't always get to, and when you do, really go for it, assuming it doesn't cause you too much discomfort later. Uh, and if it right. does, well, I hope it's worth it. I know that I also am sensitive to dairy, and oh, yeah. so I have to make some. I have to make some serious choices about life. Sometimes. And mm-hmm. I often, I'm just like, to heck with it. I'm going to do it my way. Daring. You got to live your life. But again, you got to live your life. Yeah.
1: And then your body's like, yeah. okay, maybe, maybe, my life maybe. now needs my body to feel good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. So we won't be doing that again anytime soon. My body says, I will listen to you, body. I love you.
1: That's right. I love you, body. Bodies, bodies are good. Bodies are good. We got oh, that was one thing. Like, I grew up thinking my body was bad. And now I'm like, no, my body is really good. And I can eat and be proud of that and enjoy that. And
0: I can, yeah, I can love my body. Be nice to it. Absolutely. Be nice to your body. Love your body. It makes me want to cry to hear you say that. Uh Shannon Bass and I just had a lovely conversation about body positivity and mm. there is obviously body positivity and food and you know exercise and all these things go hand in hand in hand and it's so nice to hear like genuinely Melissa I love that you were were open and honest like I you know struggled a little bit with you know coming to terms that hey I like food is I feel bad that I like food should I feel bad that I like food and I hope people listening know that don't feel bad for liking food. Food is great. That's why there's a whole TV network, two TV networks about food. <laughs> and uh, you can so love it. So many hit and competition it, shows. And it nourishes you. So many cupcake competitions, especially. <laughs> what What's with cupcakes and cakes in general? I, We're just battling with cake. As long <laughs> as someone's eaten it, I don't care. Uh, That's right. So lovely. Yes. Food is good bodies are great and you need food for your body so thus food is great too i love it oh, i will that's right. post a link to these restaurants and so that way folks can check it out and i can check it out because i want to go again my husband probably won't want to go with me so if anybody wants to go on a date with me and go to these chef tasting every now and again uh, I definitely want to check at least one of these places out. That first oh. one you mentioned with the idyllic little town and the orcas off the coast—that's oh, right—that sounds like bunnies. my jam, a hundred percent. And the bunnies! Oh my god, the bunnies! Bunny, 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 bunny.
1: The legend—the <laughs> legend has it that some. This is hilarious. So there's a there's a um, fairground. There's the fairgrounds, the Whidbey Island Fairgrounds, and legend has it that okay. two of the rabbits escaped. During the fair and procreated all throughout Langley, Washington.
0: And now they have a bunny infestation. <laughs> so were they buddies from the fair, like show buddies? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, or I didn't know if the buddies just like went to the fair, like we would go to the fair. Like they love the Ferris wheel. They want to play oh that God. goldfish game where you throw a ball and get a goldfish. And, they absolutely. Uh, <laughs> do. They got churros. They're living their best fair life. Oh, absolutely. Get yourself a snow cone.
1: Yeah. I'm always on the lookout for the next great chef's tasting menu.
0: Fantastic. Now let's can we talk about wine for just a moment? Uh, we can are you very knowledgeable about wine or do you just again trust the sommelier to pair the wine for you
1: oh i am fully in the hands of a sommelier i would say uh on a scale of like franzia to sommelier i'm probably at like <laughs> uh
0: <laughs> i'm
1: probably am i gonna 5 or 6 like i know what to Buy to go or like what to order to go with, um, certain dishes, like white wine goes with fish, Cabernet Sauvignon. If you're having a steak, um, I just recently, so this was not a chef's tasting. I went to, um, but the best restaurant I've been to lately in Seattle is Westward. And I am not, I've never been big on oysters. I've had oysters maybe three or four times in my life. And the last time was at Westward. And she specifically recommended this specific oyster with a specific wine. And I was like, great, let's do it. We'll just do one. And that was a game changer. I have never experienced uh, a pairing quite like that oyster wine pairing. So I am not, I could not tell you what to do in those respects, but I do like, it is remarkable when you are drinking a wine, you eat a bite of food, you taste the wine again, and it comes, everything changes in your mouth. Those are really magical moments. Uh, I don't know how to create them, but they are magical
0: moments. I've only had a few chefs tasting menus myself. And one was in, uh, Lebec Finn, uh, which was in, uh, where was it Sarah? You can remember. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Oh, it was in Philadelphia. And it was astounding. It was a chef's menu only. And it was the fanciest place I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life. And it, the Lebec Fin means the last word. So oh. it was like, ha, 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 ha. It was wow, so wow, fancy, wow. they hid their bathroom. Like, what? they didn't want to, when I said, I know, they don't want you to th- go to the bathroom there, apparently. It was so weird because on our way out, I'm like, hi. And I was young. I was maybe 18. Uh, My family, my dad traveled to Philadelphia quite a bit for work. And we went with him once. And so we went and I'm like, hi, uh, where's your restroom? And they're like, oh, the child asked for a bathroom. She must be thrown what? out. And then they push open the they push open this door that looks like a wall. And there is the restroom. And I was like, oh, this is so fancy. And now I feel ashamed that I have to pee. Jeez. Oh my God. So the
1: last word is hold it, apparently.
0: The last word is exactly hold it. And, but the, the one I'm thinking of with the wine tasting in mind is a place called Geronimo in, I can't remember if it's plural or possessive or just singular Geronimo or Geronimos in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It's on Canyon Drive in the very fancy artsy fartsy part of Santa Fe. I guess all of Santa Fe is pretty artsy and we did a wine taste or wine pairing with our meal and it creeps up on you. I remember by the end, thank God my mom was there because she didn't didn't do the pairing. So I'm like, I'm no good. I am a broken, (laughs) drunk and very happy girl. But, and you don't think it's going to catch up with you because they're not huge pours. You're not getting a full glass every time, or at least, least not in this particular instance so it was it was delicious and it was my first time I think I was only I was young also then probably uh 21 22 23 and I just I couldn't believe how each wine was so different how it brought out so many different notes with different tastes and oh it was so good Fantastic. Well, is there anything else you any stories you remember from your very exciting meals?
1: Oh my goodness. I mean the butter candle and the the exploding glass. Those were pretty hard to forget.
0: Yeah. No, you've done a great job of <laughs> of putting Putting together not only delicious menus, but fantastic stories to go with these menus and these experiences.
1: Oh, the Inn at Langley, um, they put a poem on the back of their menu, which I could read for us. Oh, yes, like please. They, they actually they set the tone of the meal with this poem, which I thought was really beautiful by Charles Bukowski. So before your meal, you get to read this beautiful poem that says, And I will remember your small room, the feel of you. The light in the window, your records, your books, our morning coffee, our noons, our nights, our bodies spilled together, sleeping, the tiny flowing currents, immediate and forever. Your leg, my leg, your arm, my arm, your smile and the warmth of you who made me laugh again. I'm like, yeah, that's
0: that's what this meal felt like. It's Beautiful. Ah, uh, what a great poem. I'm like, man, that'd be a great poem for a wedding. <laughs> yeah. And a meal. It's all about love. Meal. Yeah. Love every aspect of yourself. Yay, love. We love love. Yay, love. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to <laughs> spread niceness, kindness, and love. Cause and it's love. all worth it.
1: I hope, I hope so. <laughs> that- I hope that this podcast has made people extremely hungry.
0: (laughs) I know it has made me extremely hungry. When you were just talking about bread and butter, I was like, bread and butter. Bread and butter. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to make some dinner after our conversation for sure because it's dinner time and because, well, we've been talking about all of these amazing things. And I definitely want to make one of my amazing things. And by amazing things, I mean, you know, pretty good thing. (laughs) Yeah, Lovely. Well, then we will wrap it up. I want to say thank you so much, Melissa, for joining me today. I really appreciate you taking the time and telling me all about your lovely, fantastic experiences. It's been such a treat. Thank you
1: so much for having me. It was such a treat to reminisce about all these meals and to uh, talk about good food.
0: And now, like I always do at the end of every episode, I forgot to brief you about this before we jumped online here, <laughs> uh, but I end every episode with musical arm farts. So what that means is we uh, you can musically arm fart however you like. I personally just blow on my arm and okay. um, make arm farts. <laughs> we do that for about five seconds or so as a way of saying... Goodbye. (laughs) Oh my god, I can't think of a better way to end. Think about
1: all that dairy you just ate, and let's do it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, ready? We'll have a three, two, one, and fart! Out. Outstanding. You did amazing. (laughs) That was so great. Thank you so much, Melissa. Take care and from hope. And I hope you have many fine meals in the future. Thank you.
1: Thanks.